Hey, welcome to Icky Ichabod's Weird Wrestling Grand Forks, where we're live from Grand Forks Best Source. And tonight we're going to be talking about a wonderful hardcore promotion that holds a deep place in my heart called XPW. This ain't your daddy's wrestling, baby. That's right, XPW. PW. Is it officially Extreme Pro Wrestling? Or is, it, I think, or is it just like the XFL where the X doesn't stand for anything? No, I, it stands for Extreme. It, it officially does stand for Extreme? Yes. Okay. I was, I, 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 that, always quit, that always boggled my mind. Because, yeah, I'm, I'm a newbie to XPW. I, I've, I was always familiar with it over the years. I did a bunch of research yesterday, watched a bunch of stuff yesterday. I'm looking forward to talking about it. But first, we want to make sure to talk about our friends at uh, one, one sec here, Icky. Uh, can, can you tell me one more thing about XPW? Like, uh, tease people uh, about a couple of the wrestlers you're going to talk about here. Well, we have such wrestlers as White Trash Johnny Webb, Supreme, um, Sabu, Terry Funk, all sorts of great people. Abdullah the Butcher. Yeah. Homeless Jimmy. Yeah, there's going to be a bunch of people we're going to be talking about here, but right now we're going to talk about our friends at Rumors Sports Bar and Casino. They're located right here in the Grand Cities Mall, just across the hall from us, and they got all kinds of cool stuff going on where you want to make sure to check them out because it's sports season, NBA, NFL, NHL. It's all going on, and they have all the games going on there because it's wall-to-wall TVs. You could ask the servers there. They'll put on any game you want. It's great, and they got all kinds of great lunch and dinner specials every night of the week, every day of the week for lunch and dinner specials. And especially uh, two six dollar express lunch specials. And if you want, if you're feeling lucky, you want to try your hand in some gambling. There, they got all kinds of things there, like electronic and digital pull tabs, pig wheel, bingo, you name it. They got it over at Rumor Sports Bar and Casino. They're open every day from 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. and they're located right here in the Grand Cities Mall. That's Rumors Sports Bar and Casino. All right, Ichabod, XPW. This is one of your favorite promotions. It is one of my favorite promotions because I looked at, I I, uh, I used to watch it when I was a kid. I get the get the videos at the video store. I think I think it was the video store in the mall. They had a lot of like underground wrestling and. I believe, I, I believe you're refer- referencing good old Suncoast Video. Suncoast or Fye. Yeah. So, but yeah, you know, um, I got him. Take a shout out. Not a lot of people like him, but he is one of my heroes, Rob Black, who is the owner of XPW. Apparently, you know, uh, just to, just to give you a little little background on Rob Black, he made a few bad movies. Well, he has an association. I guess just get Elfin out of the room right away. He has a because. He owned, I think it was like, was it Big uh, Extreme Associates? Was a parent yeah, company, right? Yeah. He was a big owner or, or partial owner of, right? Yes. And they, they specialize also in the adult film industry. The adult film industry. So a lot of the women who were valets in XPW were involved in the adult film industry. And some of the men, too. But, you know, uh, apparently Rob Black got fined for profanity and he was put in jail for a while. And I think right now he uh, owns a hamburger joint. So XPW ran for only four years, 1999 to 2003. It was kind of like, I always considered it while looking into it. I remember seeing the videos on sale at Suncoast Video over, over the years. And I kind of vaguely remember seeing a couple of clips for it online. And I always kind of associated it as like, 
the company that kind of took over the torch for ECW after it went out of business in 2001, like the, the hardcore promotion, because I remember seeing Shane Douglas on the cover of the videotapes all the time. Like, oh, this is where Shane Douglas went after ECW folded. Well, you know, here's the thing about ECW and XPW. There was actually an invasion angle where a bunch of XPW wrestlers went to an ECW wrestling. I, I looked this up. Do you, do you know, I remember I saw the info. Do you want to know which show it was? Sure, you can tell me. It was ECW Heat Wave 2000. So they were the, the show took place in California, and XPW is based out of California. Yeah. And uh, so they had a bunch of XPW sitting ringside in the, with XPW shirts, and security and Tommy Dreamer actually they escorted them all out of the building with uh, no issue. It was it was it wasn't planned, wasn't part of the show, but they you know they didn't want to give the free promotion to a company they weren't in business with. No, and they actually a bunch of the wrestlers ended up beating up not XPW wrestlers, but actually, the ring crew. Yeah, the ring crew in the parking lot. I guess they got into some kind of scuffle outside the ring, and it's still kind of up in the air about who st- who started it and who instigated it. Can I say something about that? I was at a Time Bomb wrestling show a few years ago, and they actually broke outside the building. And they were wrestling outside in a parking lot, and there was a cop across the street. Mm-hmm. And the cop just shook his head and just drove past. <laughs> yeah, just let the wrestlers be wrestlers. Yep. <laughs> Gotta love it. Um, so I saw in here, like, the fr- XPW kind of had two eras, it looked like, from... Uh, 99 to 2002, it seemed like when Rob Black was like the main owner, right? Yeah. And it sounds like from that era of the promotion, I don't know, would you agree from from when you kept up with it? Uh, it was a bit more risque storylines. It was risque. And then you had Lazy. And then Joshua Lazy, I think it was his name. He was a co-owner of XPW or he was trying to co-own it. And uh, like they, they specialized in like the hard like ECW type matches, but to another level. To another much. level, they, there was a, actually a match with uh, Vic Grimes and uh, New Jack. It was a it was a scaffold match, and New Jack wanted to get back at Vic Grimes for falling on him in, in a match where he fell off a, a, a what you call it a scaffold. So, anyways, New Jack takes a, a stun gun, and they're on top of the scaffold and he he stuns Vic Grimes and Vic Grimes falls and he almost falls out of the ring when he falls off the the uh whatchamacallit the scaffolding, the scaffolding yep. but he just twisted his ankle that's as bad as he got it but he got he, lucky. when New Jack when when Vic Grimes fell on New Jack in ECW basically he lost vision in one of his eyes yeah XPW like a lot of people criticize ECW from its original run for just trying Hardcore. to for being too hardcore, for trying to find ways to usurp the level of violence they did. You know, of course, there's chairs, then they, they brought in thumbtacks and tables, and they brought in scaffolding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the greatest yeah. hits, and they kept getting crazier and crazier with the barbed wire matches and stuff. But XPW, from what I saw from my research, watching some clips and footage and matches yesterday... It's nuts. Yeah, they had bed. They just bring beds of fluorescent light tubes and in the ring. And, and a, a bed of glass shards, cheese graters, pizza slicers... Yeah, fire, kind of like a lot of the stuff you see in Game Changer wrestling today. Yes, yes, you know, and you see it in Game Changer, and you also saw. Well, I, I think the Japanese hardcore oh, scene yep. is is a hundred times more hardcore than ours. So I, I guess before we kind of jump into some of the other stuff here, just to kind of wrap up like the quick history of XPW. So for after the first three years, it sounded like uh, Shane Douglas got control majority or partial control of the promotion away from rob black is that right it might be i want to say because like it, for like the last year of the promotion or last several months 
it was Shane Douglas mostly uh, prom- putting on as the main promoter of the shows, more in the East Coast kind of. Yeah, from well, what I looked gonna, up, they were going to have an XPW Philadelphia. Apparently, I, I heard. Yeah, they 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 had a contract to make be like the exclusive promotion of the ECW arena from back in the day. But then CZW took over that. Yeah, CZW took over. But yeah, but this was like for like the last year XPW was around, and then uh, I guess Rob Black still had some kind of partial ownership, but like he had like a bunch of. Uh, I guess, you know, like we said, you know, he part of the umbrella company. He was a part of Extreme Associates. You know, they do adult film industry stuff. And like he got under investigation in a big lawsuit for some of the films they were doing, which went against uh, legal uh, question of legal uh, issues were with some of the films they made. And that kind of put all the legal costs, put them out of business. Well, here's here's kind of a funny thing. There was a few people who introduced XPW and one was Carrie King of Slayer. Mm hmm. One was uh, Jonathan Davis from Corn, and one was Ron Jeremy. For any of you people out there, who oh, know they who appeared he is. on XPW shows. They appeared on XPW shows. Ron Jeremy, for the people who don't know, is another adult film director. Oh yeah, I think yeah, he's he's one of the many luminaries there that kind of transcended the business. <laughs> but I, 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 you know, here just to put this out there, I don't like pornography. I. I think it's I think it's horrible. It's a horrible thing, but it is also art, and so you're not gonna be like Homer Simpson when he gets pulled over by the police. They're gonna be like, "Don't what, where he has his subconscious telling him, don't tell me you came out of a bar. Don't tell me you came out of a bar. <laughs> where were you, sir? I was at the pornography store. I was purchasing pornography. <laughs> I, I don't know if we can say that on on air, but well. Yeah, that, as a kid, that was how I was exposed to the word. I was from The Simpsons, so there you go. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know that. <laughs> oh he, no, he was majorly involved. In, oh, yeah. in that scene, but uh, and it's it, if if you're going to talk about XPW, you need to talk. Oh, yeah. about that. So I know you wanted to talk about some of your favorite wrestlers from XPW. Oh I got, yes, I do. So uh, I got a few on your list, or what? Do you, any you want to mention right off the bat? Homeless Jimmy. I, saw, I looked up uh, some info on him. He kind of, at a quick glance, he reminded me of like a, a hybrid of Stone Cold and, and Raven. Sand, I was going to say the Sandman. <laughs> really? Yeah, but but Raven. I guess he kind of like had flannel and stuff, right? Yeah. I, I don't think Homeless Jimmy ever won a match. Oh, he was like their... Uh, he was like a jobber. He was like one of the job squad. He was their Barry Horowitz. <laughs> well, you know, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about the job squad. And basically, we didn't know what, what it stood for. It stands for just over broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, one of the more uh, dubious uh, factions in WWE history. I, I see another one on your list here: White Trash Johnny Webb. Oh yeah, he, he's he's all about fried chicken and ass kicking, and he's he, instead of giving you a reality check like uh, Roddy Piper used to say, he gives you a welfare check. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw him. He was on one of the matches I watched yesterday. I saw he was an XPW champion. Uh, he lost it to Shane Douglas and teamed with Raven uh, to be. I guess they did an XPW reunion show in 2008, and so my research called a cold day in hell. So it was like I've heard, I've heard of that, but I've never seen it. I see the next guy on your list, and he was in one of the matches I saw yesterday. Supreme, yeah, Supreme. Actually, there's another wrestler in XPW named Kid Chaos, and apparently Supreme is Kid Chaos's uncle. I saw he won multiple King of Deathmatch tournaments for XPW and multiple titles in XPW as well. Yep. 
And yeah, he, he 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 dominated pretty good in the show. I want to talk about after we get down these list of wrestlers. I think you mentioned this one already. This last wrestler I looked up, uh, Messiah. The Messiah, yeah, that was kind of a controversial character. Um, he was supposedly the son of God, but there was also another religious character called Alter Boy Luke. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he was on a show I was watching yesterday. There was too. there was a uh, I think it was on a, a documentary or something I was watching. But Alter Boy Luke actually he got hit with a uh, with a uh, uh, chair. Yeah, and uh, and then I saw here too. Well, uh, can I can I finish? Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. He got hit with a chair, and Rob Black goes, "We don't pull punches in XPW." So they handcuffed him to the ring and had someone beat him with a chair. Oh, he tried to protect himself from the yeah. chair shot, and they did, they took offense to him not being hardcore enough, so they beat him up for real. Yeah, I, I've heard stories of that happening in ECW as well. Also, yeah. I guess we should mention, too, with uh, Messiah, I got a quick story about him. I saw this. Uh, There's a great documentary on XPW from the Dark Side of the Ring series on Vice. I love that. I love that series. So people should look it up online if they haven't seen it. It's called Dark Side of the Ring, and the episode is called XPW. So Dark Side of the Ring, XPW. It's like a 45 to 50 minute long documentary. That's how I really learned a lot about XPW. But this Messiah character, I know you heard some, uh, he's, what what is he most infamous for? (laughs) Well, he worked for the Black Army. But then he started having an affair with Rob Black's wife. So he sent a bunch of guys and they cut off his thumb. It's all allegedly, of course. We should make sure yeah, to put allegedly. that. Yeah, allegedly. But uh, he was like the XPW World and Deathmatch champion at the same time. And then he also jumped to combat zone wrestling while he was their champion. Really? He, he was in combat zone? Yeah, he jumped to combat zone while in XPW. And I think he was still the champion from the research I saw. And that's what... People may are connecting the dots for motive why they think Rob Black sent people to jump him at his apartment because uh, because he we went he took the the, the title to XP, or CZW yeah he left without losing the titles took them with him to, kind of took the titles hostage but well uh, here, here's here's a, a thing I learned this by watching XPW TV um, basically there was a thing where Rob Black was working with WCW. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember you wanted to bring that up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, Rob Black, all kinds of craziness. I'm, I know you wanted to make sure to bring up the lazy, uh, lazy <laughs> Joshua Lazy. I think was his name. He was like a co-owner of XPW, mm-hmm. or tried to own it, or something like that. And he was a manager with Sabu, mm-hmm. and Sabu won the XPW World Title, but. Rob Black, being Rob Black, didn't want Sabu to have the XPW title. So he's, like, putting all these people, you know, against him. You know, I think he put the Sandman against him. I know he put Abdullah the Butcher against him. That Abdullah, he's, he's, a, he's, he's, he's pretty nuts. I was watching a match the other day with him and Sabu, and uh, he's stabbing Sabu with a piece of glass. Yeah, the XP, yeah, glass shards, thumbtacks, fluorescent light tubes, XPW, cheese graters, pizza slicers, like we mentioned at the top of the show. XPW went, yeah, they're like GCW today. Well, not, you know. And I, I guess I, I wanted to mention, too, you wanted to make sure to work this into the show today, too. You know, we mentioned Sabu and uh, Abdul the Butcher. Uh, a lot of ECW and WCW talent passed through XPW, especially after ECW and WCW went out of business and XPW hung, hung around for another extra couple of years there. Uh, I see on here we got the Sandman, Vamp- Vampiro, uh, Abdul- uh, Super Crazy. Yep, Super Crazy, Psychosis, Insane Clown Posse. 
Emery wanted to make sure to give them a uh, new Jack, of course. Shane Douglas, of course, for the last Chris year. Chris Candido. Yeah. Tracy Smothers. Vic Grimes. Uh, I guess for the last couple of minutes here, uh, I I know you wanted to bring up, this is a show I watched. I, I found a show on YouTube. Uh, I guess they aren't really too vigilant about policing the XPW footage on YouTube. This stuff has been available on YouTube for years. Full XPW shows I watched. You made sure, you said... Make sure to watch, if possible, the Baptized in Blood shows. That's their big annual show. And I saw Baptized in Blood 2. It's like their deathmatch tournament show. So um, those, those, those are nuts. Um, as I was going to say, and then we can continue with the Baptized in Blood. The only thing, I think they're the, they're GCW, CZW, and XPW are easily the most hardcore promotions in North America. Mm-hmm. But if you really want really hardcore wrestling, you go to Japan or you go to Puerto Rico. Oh, yep, yep. World Wrestling Council and, yeah, yeah, war in Japan. There's... FMW, Big, big Japan Wrestling, if yeah, it's FMW, exists. yeah, or, yeah, yeah, the martial arts one there. Uh, Noah, yeah, they got... Yeah, you're absolutely right. But, yeah, I saw Baptized in Blood 2, and it was pretty crazy for all the King of the Deathmatch tournament matches. They would bring out literally just, a, like, an inflatable bed of weapons, like, like mm-hmm. I mentioned, light tubes, thumbtacks, glass shards, like... Usually the wrestlers in WWE or so, if they were doing like a hardcore match, they would find some way to kind of half organically work their way over to some tables by ringside and just th- slam and power each other through them. But here, they're like, no, we're just going to start the match off with them in the ring. And almost every match, everyone got bloodied pretty good there. It was crazy. I liked uh, the beds of nails for some reason. So I knew some couple highlights from that show. I don't know if any of these will ring a bed. Ring a bell, Ichabod. Uh, New Jack was on there, and he beat the crap out of this character called Dynamite Dollar Man. Never heard of him. Never heard uh, of him. Then they I've heard a, of Dynamite D. The, your your boy, White Trash Johnny Webb, he beat Masawa after powerbombing him into a bed of thumbtacks. Uh, John, Crom, John Cronus. And oh, Mo- Cronus is just, he, he's, he's just a weird character. Homeless Jimmy, they had a match there and uh, in the tournament. One of the weapons was ECW VHS tapes they were hitting each other with. That stood out. So, Yeah, all kinds of cool matches in there. Bulldogs threw the, off the top rope through a table. Juventud Guerrero was on there. He fought your boy Kid Chaos. Nice high-flying match. What, I, I just want to say something really quick, and then we should... We should yeah. Um, XPW wasn't just hardcore wrestling. Mm-hmm. It was good wrestling, too. Like, you had, like, uh, Damien 666 or They'd have good Halloween, technical wrestling. You know, and they, those were luchadors. And but, but, yeah, I'd say for, like, uh, just a couple of quick uh, things here uh, off that show that I won't run down the whole thing, but Vic Grimes, he had a horribly botched ladder spot where he was going to do, like, some kind of splash off the top of the ladder. And he like slipped and fell, and he banged his head off the ring apron, but it looked like he was okay. He fit. He Poor won the match. Grimes. He won the tournament. Does that does that sound familiar? I, I never saw the second. Yeah, uh, he he beat Supreme to win the the death match tournament. Yeah, it was crazy. But and then uh, this character uh, Tool and Messiah, they had a really good grudge match. So yeah, it was a, it was a good show. It's again, it's uh, you no know, viewer discretion because it's like pretty graphic stuff. So, but yeah, I guess to wrap up, what would you say you would like? for the legacy of XPW to be to you? I, I, I wish it could have lasted longer than it did. And um, It was a great promotion. It was good for its time. And if people want to find out 
more about it. They got DVDs or, and tapes for sale, I think, online, right? Yeah. Or like I said, I found a lot of the stuff on YouTube. It's easy, pretty easy to find on YouTube. Yeah. So, any other final thoughts about XPW? No, I'm done. All right. Uh, what, what's what? Can I say something really mm-hmm. quick? I'd like to promote all the other shows on Grand Forks Best Source. We have you know video game shows, we have sports shows, we have political shows, we have all sorts of stuff. So you know, try to keep Grand Forks Best Source. You know, giving Grand Forks an identity again because we really love your viewership and we really thank you for watching our shows. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if people want just a couple of the shows from earlier today, you know, this is Friday, this is airing. So earlier today, we did our video game show, Midwest Super Pixel Pros. We played some new Super Mario Brothers uh, Wii on the Switch. And that was a lot of fun, crazy two to four player co-op. Then we also got uh, one of the flagship shows, the Dirty Thursday presented by River City Speedway, the latest on local dirt racing scene. And then the Monday, Wednesday interviews with uh, local nonprofits and charities. All kinds of great shows to find on GFBS. Just Again, search us by find us by searching Grand Forks Best Source or GFBS on your favorite podcast streaming and re- remember podcast to, apps. Remember mm. to keep Grand Forks weird, people. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. So uh, before we preview next week's film, uh, we're gonna uh, give a here a quick shout out from our friends at Executive Properties. Our team of professionals at Executive Properties Construction have over 30 years of experience. We pride ourselves on doing quality work at a reasonable rate for our customers. Just check out what past customers have said in our amazing Google reviews. Then contact us today to get started on a bid for your next project. You can call us at 701-330-1273 or email info at executiveproperties.org. And check it out. We're hiring. We're building our new team for snow removal for this upcoming season. Contact Jess for more info at jess at executiveproperties.org. All right, Ichabod, what are we going to be talking about on next week's show? Back to Weird Cinema, right? Back to Weird Cinema, yes. We're going to be doing South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. Yes, yes. I'm looking forward to talking about that one. All right. I guess we'll, we'll see everyone next week, right? Yep.